Big Fork Chop. R14, he's at the Bird County, boys. And this is live from the Army. Give it a listen. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. We ought to just change the name of the show to the Caleb Conley Show. Our studio line is area code 213-816-1605. With your host, Bunkhouse Bob. I don't sign autographs. I'm not, and I, and I very, very rarely take pictures with people, but if people insist oh. in their nights, then, then I'll do that, so... And the lovely Laura. I am a true and total lady. I would never headbutt anybody. Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I'm your co-host, Bunkhouse Bob. Joining me in just a moment, as always, will be the lovely Laura. Folks, we thank you for tuning in tonight, wherever you're at, however you're listening to us. We certainly appreciate your support. Tonight, we have WrestleCade promoter Tracy Myers will be with us. Folks, it's just a few, few short days away to the premier event on the East Coast for Independent Wrestling, WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That's coming up, and we're going to have Tracy on the show, and we're going to talk about WrestleCade. And we're also going to have on Sage Sin Supreme, the Pumpkin Queen, will be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour, and uh, we're pretty excited about having her on the show. Folks, you can hear our show every Wednesday night here on Blog Talk Radio, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. We can also be found on iTunes if you download the iTunes podcast app and simply type Armory into the search bar and then go to the podcast section or uh, I think on the actual app itself it uh, it already pops up. If you type in Armory, we'll come up immediately. And we can also be heard at www.fnxnetwork.com. A lot of our overseas listeners find us on that stream but you can obviously go to that site there's a lot of cool stuff on there wrestle radio australia is on there the broke ass podcast is on there you might want to check those guys out they've got a lot of cool stuff over there our studio number is 213-816-1605 we would also ask that you would check out uh, one of our partners strong style life clothing you can find them at www.sslclothing.com have a lot of cool shirts, Caleb Conley, Cedric Alexander, John Schuyler, Corey Hollis. They have the Legacy line of clothing. So uh, check them out. And without any further ado, I'd like to bring on to the show the woman that Dixie Carter consulted with before signing the multi-year deal with Discovery Communications for TNA's new home, the Destination America Channel. 
Here is the lovely Laura. It's a true story, y'all. I'm just that good. Destination America. I told her, what's more American than wrestling? Destination America Channel is the new home of TNA. That's right. I'm glad. I'm I'm so glad they they found a home. Uh, We've talked about it before. Not going to shit on TNA. The business needs another player in the game. And the WWE needs some kind of competition. So there you go. I'm I'm happy that they found a home. Really, really happy. Until more information comes about this, I know that TNA put out a press release. So did Discovery Communications. The only feather in the cap that I see in this whole deal because Destination America is not a high-profile channel. In the fine mm-hmm. print, in the fine print of that deal, in the press release, it says uh, with possibilities for international release at some mm. point in time. And I'm figuring we're talking about in 2015, obviously, because they won't air in the United States until 2015. I do not know right. how what the entire discovery communication umbrella falls under, but the wording of it, the language of it gave all appearances that TNA would be visible in Europe, some channel, some network, something like that's the, that's the thing. But when, when there's more information that comes out on it, we'll obviously jump all over it. I mean, the internet's Um, already exploded over it and you know, that kind of uh, speaking. Speaking of, of the Internet exploding, Bob, I just got a message from our good friend George International Calls. He can't hear the show. He's refreshed a bunch on Blog Talk Radio. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm looking at everything. Everything says that we're we're on air. Everything says that we're, we're good. I don't know. Okay. I don't hmm. know. We'll just have to uh, carry well, on. Yeah, um, I, and I don't know. Hey, anybody else can hear us? Uh, if you're listening on the phone, can you? If you if you're listening on the phone, anybody, can you get to a computer? Can you try Blog Talk Radio? See if you can hear our show, and send me a message on Twitter. Send me a message on Facebook. Just let us know because we want you guys to hear this show. It's going to be a doozy. Mhm. Absolutely. And our studio number, folks, is two one three eight one six one six zero five. I guess we're just going to have to carry on, Laura, as best we can until we can get some type of confirmation. Everything that I'm showing from Blog Talk Radio and the studio dashboard says that we are on air and that we are live. Um, So we we shall carry on. Uh, You want to give out the the Facebook information, please? Sure. It is uh, facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. And just heard from George, just came on. So maybe there's a hiccup somewhere, but we're live. Could be. Coast Could be a delay. People. I can tell and, you this, and Jordan folks. Castle. Go ahead, Jordan. What what did Jordan Castle say Jordan, in between popcorn he bites? Said, <laughs> he said that he can hear us using Blog Talk Radio. So I guess Very it good. was just, um, yeah. I can tell you, you it was you, uh, Blog Talk was acting a little itchy right at the beginning earlier on this evening, but uh, whatever. We've got to carry on. We've got a big show. We can't. I can't sit around here and talk about technical glitches with Jordan Castle all night. Uh, <laughs> the final show on the WWN tour in Beijing, China, uh, provided a backdrop of high drama and some title changes. 
I'm not going to get in here and break it all down for you because I want to see the shows for myself, and Laura knows, and I think most of you all know, I really hate spoilers. Um, so I can tell you that uh, very exciting. Uh, I want to want to give a shout-out to our buddy Earl Cooter, the coot. The coot rules the roost in China. The roost! <laughs> um, and, and other people posted them. I know Caleb posted some, and, and I know some other people did, but... But Earl posted a lot of pictures throughout the entire trip. I wanted to thank him for giving us a glimpse into uh, some of the culture. I mean, he even took some video. I'd hate to see a cell phone bill because, I mean, he had, you know, I don't know, his international charges, whatever. But anyway, tip of the hat to to Earl Cooter for putting up a lot of the really cool pictures early on. What were your thoughts on what you saw so far, Laura? I was just, I, I was so proud that, you know, people I have seen in, in PWX, uh, like Caleb and the Bravado uh, brothers, um, mm-hmm. in, you know, North Carolina boys, I know that Caleb is from uh, the Atlanta area, but these are just, you know, regular guys who are wrestling on the weekends, and, and they got to go to China. I mean... How many people can say, hey, I've been on the Great Wall of China, or, you know, I've wrestled in front of, like, thousands of people. I mean, that Mm -hmm. house was packed, I mean, every night, and the pictures were just so incredible, and they were really funny, and uh, I loved the hats that most of the guys had on those. uh, It reminded me of, like, Russian hats that you would see in the movies in in the 80s, and they had the red star on them. Right, right, Chinese communist hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just so proud, uh, and so I'm, and I can't wait to talk to them at WrestleCade and at PWX about it, and find out you know some details. But just so proud of them, just so proud yeah. of them, and just can't wait for them to get back home. And I do know we bantered it around back and forth the past couple of weeks. There were a couple of areas that that was the first time that American Western wrestling had ever been in China. I yeah, did find that out. Yeah. So um, very, very cool. Yeah. The uh, the other yeah. thing that I that I saw this week, the WWE released or opted not to renew the great Collie's contract. Now before everybody falls off and oh what's this? Although the butt of many jokes and not considered a serious player in the WWE landscape, I would remind people that the great Kali was with the WWE for nine years and is a one-time WWE champion. More importantly, by all accounts, a gentleman behind the curtain who enjoyed success that few will ever have. If you can remain in the WWE in the capacity that he did for nine years, I think it speaks volumes, not so much on the ring work, but on the on the person. That's that's my point on that. Oh yeah, most definitely. And you know, Kali is a former world heavyweight champion. Uh, not very many people can say that. And I have heard great things about him backstage. You know, and that has a lot to do. We don't get to see everything. You know, right. I fuss right. about Dolph Ziggler all the time, but I don't know. I mean, I've heard that he has a tendency to flap that yap, and it gets him in trouble. But 
it, I just wish him the best of whatever he's going to do because I always did like him. You couldn't help but to like him. That music come he come out and I mean he, he was dancing. on the he was at the Pentagon. He was where people dream of being. <laughs> I get that. I get that. You know all the Punjabi prison. You know all that. I, I get all that. The dude was with the WWE for nine years. Okay, cut it a break. I think people can say that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, our good friends, uh, both our previous uh, show guests, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Tessa Blanchard and Miss Jessie K, were rosebuds on Raw on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes, Unfortunately, I didn't get to see. I did not get to see Raw Monday. I was staying with a friend due to some weather issues, and Raw mm-hmm. came from Roanoke, Virginia, and I didn't get to go. I wish I had. Uh-huh. Um, but well, you know, Russell K took a little more precedence there uh, because it's Russell K. Uh, right. Anyway, but uh, congrats to Tessa and to. Jesse K as well. I would love to have met Jesse. I'd love to have seen Tessa, but you know, uh, two women, uh, movers and shakers. Uh, you'll see them in WWE soon. I don't have a doubt about that. No, I, I don't. And I, I did get to see the entrance. I was flipping back and forth. I was working on stuff and bouncing back and forth. And I see Adam Rose come out, and then I see Donna Rose behind of him, and I'm like, wait a second. There's Tessa Blanchard. So I look on my right. Twitter feed, and of course, I, George International Coles popped up, and he said, "I swear that that's Tessa Blanchard." You know, and then they cut to a commercial break, and they come back, and sure enough, there they were. So I fired one back yeah. up and said, "I know, I know it's her. I, I know I saw her." So, Laura, well, once you take over, I'll be right back in just a moment. Okie dokie. Let me uh, switch over to him. Bob's got me announcing indie events, as usual. Our good friend, Joshua Von Wheeler, is presenting AWE Wrestling for the Ladies Saturday, November 22nd with an 8 p.m. bell time in the Old Buffington Gym in Canton, Georgia. Ladies, get in free. Now, now come on, ladies. I mean, you're, you're afraid of that wrestling? You can watch it for free. Um, and don't be afraid of wrestling. Uh, scheduled to appear, Chip Day, Murder One, Priscilla Kelly. Our good friend Adrian Armour will be there as well. Uh, more information at, at com. Folks, if you're in the Atlanta area and you love independent wrestling, get off your asses and go see Josh Wheeler's AWE. I mean... Lots of people talk about supporting independent wrestling, but they won't get up off their asses and do it. Do it. Go see this. Chip Day? I mean, come on. Murder One? It's going to be a great show. Get up off your asses. Um, CWF uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood has a non-televised event on Saturday, November 22nd at the Panoma Masonic Lodge in Panoma, California. There's a 7.30 p.m. bell time featuring all the stars of Championship Wrestling for Hollywood. You can find out more information at www.hollywoodwrestling.com. Ring of Honor presents the Road to Final Battle, Tag Wars 14, Saturday, November 22nd at the William J. Myers Pavilion in Baltimore, Maryland. Special 6 p.m. bell time scheduled to appear. The Young Bucks, Kaz and Daniels, the Briscoes. 
uh, Red Dragon, Cedric Alexander, Matt Seidel, and I'm sure Schmadam Cole will be there somewhere. That's my new nickname for him, Bob, Schmadam Cole. Um, you can find out more information at www.rohwrestling.com. And my good friend Jane Shaver is going to be there, and uh, I'm sure he'll have uh, live coverage on Pro Wrestling Carolinas on uh, Facebook. Uh, and we're waiting for uh, Bob to come back I'm, with I'm, Mr. Tracy Myers. I'm back. Oh. Where I'm, uh, I got uh, I got Tracy's voicemail. Tracy's incredibly busy at this time of year. Going up into WrestleCade, I'm going to call back in just a moment. Uh, okay. Well, you know, um, he's coming up on the biggest event of the year. You know, I know that uh, I know that he's a busy man, so we'll give it a moment. Yeah, well, I, you I'll know, go- I've got some things I can talk about. That's not a problem. Go right ahead. You you carry on like you can only carry on. That's, that's right. I would like to thank my good friend, Mr. Cameron Cade for giving me a shout-out on a podcast last Monday. I did not mention it, and I'm so sorry, Cameron. We had so much to talk about, but he gave me a shout-out on a podcast. He gave me credit for coming up with the term King of the Selfies, which is on his T-shirts. You guys go out and follow um, at Cameron Cade on Twitter and Cameron Cade on Facebook. uh, And uh, Cameron Cade, I think it's, Twenty ninety nine on on Instagram, ladies, go follow his Instagram account. I guarantee you will not be sorry. He posts some of the most wonderful selfies known to man. I think, I think when you look up selfie in the dictionary, it should say "See Cameron Cave." It's just, it's just that dang good. <laughs> um, anyway, um, while Bob is trying to get a hold of uh, Tracy Myers, I would like to talk about. Uh, some Ring of Honor stuff because um, uh, I don't think people give Jay Briscoe credit like he deserves. I've heard all this mess about how wonderful Schmadam Cole is. Schmadam Cole this and Schmadam Cole that. And he's, I'm not taking anything away from him. You, you know, he's a former champion. But I don't think you're giving Jay Briscoe enough credit. He's a former Ring of Honor champion too. He is the champion right now. So Who's the I champion think we'll right find now? out. I'm the champion right now. Whatever you wish you were the champion right now. All right, we're good to go. Awesome. All right. Folks, without any further ado, because Blog Talk Radio is acting crazy tonight and that's that's just the way that it is. But I uh, want to bring on the show. We're really, really grateful that he could take time out of his busy schedule to be with us uh, because, like I said, at the top of the show, coming up into one of the biggest events, and I know that he's an extremely busy guy. On the phone with us now is Mr. Tracy Myers from WrestleCade. Tracy, how are you this evening? Hey, guys, I am fantastic. It is cold. Oh, man, it is cold here. But uh, other than that, <laughs> everything is fantastic. <laughs> you aren't lying. It's cold. It's cold everywhere, oh. but... Oh man, what is up? And we're just uh, we're hoping that the snow doesn't affect any of the flights for the uh, talent coming into uh, to WrestleCade. But right now everything's looking good. Well, awesome. I was joking, joking, joking with Laura, who's on the phone with us as well. Laura, you want to say hey to Tracy? Hey Tracy. Hey Laura, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Oh, I can't wait. I've been waiting for this all year. 
<laughs> well, we've been we planning it all year. So, hey. <laughs> I was joking with I was joking with Laura before we went on air, Tracy. At least we don't live in East Seneca, New York. Oh my God, I know, right? Uh, unbelievable. Forget yeah, anyway, that. forget that. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's we, we digress. Tracy, tell us how the idea or the inspiration for WrestleCade came about. Well, it, you know, we were talking about that at the beginning of this year because for the first time ever, as you guys know, we're we're uh, we're putting together our, our WrestleCade program because so many people had, had asked for it. And mm-hmm. we wanted to put a question there about our story. And, and uh, because so many people have, have asked that question, and we're like, well, you know, the, the the short version is we like wrestling and thought this would be a good idea and had a little support and momentum built, and here we are. But the reality of it is, is the one thing that we really did together as a family on Thanksgiving when I was a kid was we went to Starcade. We went to wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I was really <clears throat> Yeah, so I mean, you know, I was at the first four Starcades, the Greensboro Coliseum. Uh, my my family packed up, and, and I say we did. That's all we did as a family. Let me back up for a moment. I, I had a great family, still have a great family, but my dad worked all the time, you know. Uh, right. And and gave us gave me and my brother a, a fantastic work ethic, but that limited the time we got to spend together. But Thanksgiving was the one time we came together as a family. We rushed through lunch. We got in the car even my grandmother, and we went to Starcade. And, right. you know, when, when Starcade left, and, and not trying to make WrestleCade uh, bigger or, or holier than it actually is, we're, we're not trying to paint that picture, uh, because it's it's nothing like Starcade. Uh, however, uh, you know, I, I almost feel like, without sounding too sappy, a little piece kind of left, uh, a piece of me kind of left, because what was there to do? Wrestling kind of faded uh, out on Thanksgiving or that weekend for me anyway, or an event like that. And right. you know, years later, uh, moving forward, myself and a good friend Tim Blaze, uh, who was working uh, for me at uh, another business at the time, said, "Hey, you know, why don't we get together and put together a, a small wrestling show here uh, at the store and raise some money for a good cause?" And I said, "That's great." And you know, one minute we we're, we're bringing in all indie, local indie talent and the Rock and Roll Express, and the next minute we've got you know a couple more. Uh, uh, Mid-Atlantic um, superstars on the card, and next thing I know, I looked at Tim. I'm like, "Oh my God, man! There's no way we'll be able to get all this talent here. Let's move this to a bigger venue." So three venues later, in nine months, we pushed the show. That turned it into the first WrestleCade, which uh, had no fan fest. There was a small meet and greet, or what was intended to be a small meet and greet, uh, but the people started waiting in line a couple hours ahead of time to get into the meet and greet. So Mm-hmm. That's where the idea for the half day meet and greet came the second year. Um, so, you know, and, and with the support of, and feedback from fans uh, that really uh, span all generations and like all wrestling, whether it's mid Atlantic or, or maybe they don't like all wrestling, but fans that like different types of wrestling um, in general. Uh, you know, we got people that like ECW, mid Atlantic, they, they like the current product, uh, TNA, whatever it may be. It amazes me how many different kinds of wrestling fans. I mean, yes, it's all wrestling, but you know, there's so many different styles and and what that preference is and how um, how opinionated <laughs> wrestling fans are about. Why don't you get these? Why don't you get these wrestlers there? These guys stink. And you know, you 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 flip it the next year 
uh, we were we were fairly um, we made a focus last year on uh, on e- some ECW talent, mm-hmm. uh, which right. didn't make a lot of uh, appearances in in North Carolina. Uh, just wasn't a hotbed really for ECW, but we made that focus. Well, this year we're not as heavily focused on ECW talent. If you will look, uh, and and Brian Hawks, who's uh, a good friend, and uh, he 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 books uh, fan fest uh, matches, uh, and uh, he's 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 listening right now. So we'll rib him just a bit. But uh, I said, look, I got this great idea, Brian. He said, uh, he said, what's that? I said, I want to focus this year on mid card WCW talent. He said, awesome. why would you want to focus on mid-card WCW talent? I said, well, look, I'm 43 years old, uh, Mid-Atlantic, uh, NWA Mid-Atlantic, you know, in, in this territory rolled into WCW. You know, there were, mm-hmm. to me, I don't remember a big announcement. It just happened. So when well, you're yeah, watching yeah, WCW, yeah. Yeah, WCW Saturday night, we saw all those mid-card wrestlers, and they just, a lot of them just disappeared. Right. Um, and we've got a lot of those wrestlers on, on this show. And, of course, we didn't announce them as, hey, we're making that emphasis. We're kind of talking about that for the first time tonight outside of mine and Brian's conversation. But I think it's really cool that we can bring some of these guys and, and ladies in that were on WCW Saturday night, or uh, and, and God knows they worked, you know. Uh, and they were oh, yeah. featured on, on national television, and, and now they're they're at WrestleCade. And, and when you're talking to them, and we had to really um, had to really make an effort to find some of these people. When you get them on the phone and ask them to appear, they're like, "Well, why do you want me there? Nobody wants mm-hmm. to see me, but we know we know differently because when we announce them, they're like, "Oh my God, they haven't been around in forever. Where did they go?" So right. they get a chance to tell their stories to the fans because the fans are going to ask them. Uh, and, uh, you know, it just makes us feel good. Not that we're doing uh, uh, anything extremely special, but, uh, look, we're wrestling fans first and foremost, uh, and uh, we, we just, we're just we bringing in people that we would want to see, and, and our heroes uh, uh, that, that we saw on television or, or live, if we were fortunate enough, every, every month, every week, every year at, at the wrestling show. And that's, that's what it was about, you know? See, and you, you kind of, you, you almost just rolled right into my next question that we had, you know, that, that obviously WrestleCade is a massive undertaking and not your normal wrestling event. And what, you know, I, I know I get the genre of the WCW mid-card. What was the process of selecting names for, like, you know, this person or that person? Was it just like what you said, more like, you know, I'm sure somebody wants to know what happened to this person or I want to know what happened to this person? Yeah, so uh, the, the selection of names, the first thing we do uh, when we're booking is we get the short list, for example, and we're not going to tell you what the names are. We've got a, an extremely short list for, for next year of people we haven't seen already. Uh, mm-hmm. That's obviously not our focus with nine or ten days before the event. However, we we know what those are. Um, and, and then we kind of, uh, after the event's over, we'll take a couple weeks, uh, get through Christmas, and we literally started last year uh, January the 2nd, January the 3rd. I think we booked our first person January 4th or 5th. That's how long of an undertaking it is. But we, we generally book the, the easier uh, talent to book first, uh, which would be the local people that can drive in. Uh, right. Then we look at um, the, the other short list, uh, so to speak. We see who, who could appear, who's feasible. Uh, a lot of it has to 
to depend. Uh, it depends on what coast they're on because the the flights in and just the scheduling for for you know for the the, the left coast is is nauseating. Um, right. So we have to be extremely careful how many of those uh, we bring in because flights change and a and a hour if they miss a flight and there's two connections coming from California or or or, or the West Coast then they miss the whole event. Uh, and you usually have two ISA hotels. So we do look at that, uh, and, and we will bring in people from the West Coast, obviously, uh, for us, because we want people who the fans in this area uh, haven't seen uh, he, a lot here. Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be from from, uh, from the West Coast. One Man Gang, for example. I don't know the last time One Man Gang made an East Coast appearance. Right. Um, and and uh, he's, coming up, uh, he's coming up from... Uh, you know, Mississippi, Louisiana, somewhere in that area. Um, I can't remember. But East Coast, I, I really don't remember. I can't. I don't know anybody who knows the last time Gang made an appearance on the East Coast. So that was really, um, that, that's always a factor. Well, this person hasn't been here in a while. This person hasn't been here in a while. How about, mm-hmm. will anybody know who this person is, you know, if they were, if they were extremely popular uh, in, a, in a territory that maybe wasn't popular here? We know they'll be popular with the, the huge wrestling fan, but we've got a lot of, um, we've got a casual wrestling fans is what we'll call them, for lack of a better term. Uh, sure. And they don't know who a lot of these people are. So they're probably better suited uh, to come to the afternoon uh, event because Fan Fest probably means nothing to, to most of the, the casual fans, would be my guess. But I could be entirely wrong. I, I have no idea. Uh, you'd have to ask them. But, uh, you know, and, and this year, at the last minute, we had some vendors that came in. And oh my God, they just they started they started giving us lists of people they were bringing in, which is a godsend because that's um, and to us and the fans, uh, Hot Spots is bringing in fourteen, fifteen people because of the show that they're they're having uh, the next night along with PWX. I know that uh, uh, some uh, some of Laura's favorites are uh, going to be on, on on those shows. So uh, yes, yes, it's just are. a good weekend of wrestling. Yeah, hey, we're we're excited. We saw uh, we just got the announcement. Cliff Compton's coming, and uh, uh, that's, oh that's cool. We just found out. Don't have time to promote it, but uh, we're going to have twenty five hundred plus people there. So they'll they'll find out when they get there. I guess. Well, I, I know that I know Laura has her personal favorites that she wants to see, and you already named one of them. And I know I have mine. I know that uh, one that was just added was beautiful Bobby Eaton of the Midnight Express. Really anxious to see him. Have you ever gotten off the phone, Tracy, after confirming somebody and just yourself did a little fist pump and said yes? Uh, Bobby Eaton was that guy this year. We've, uh, Shannon Moore was that guy this year. Uh, we've had Bobby booked for the past two years. Uh, and as most of your listeners probably know, Bobby has had some uh, serious health problems. And uh, that was no different. Uh, two years ago, uh, we... Uh, uh, without being too morbid, I mean, we didn't think Bobby would be around much longer. Uh, mm-hmm. Right around the time of WrestleCade, he was in the hospital, and uh, last year he just was not cleared for travel. But, I uh, mean, Bobby's doing great now from everything I've heard, and we just didn't want to announce it, and the conversation had happened. But we're like, look, let's get a little bit closer in, because if we announce beautiful Bobby uh, and he doesn't show, then we know, you know it's going to be our head where, you know, some people – not saying that they don't care if they don't show up, but there's so much talent there, you you have a tendency to, to forget all the people that's supposed to be there. 
but we knew beautiful Bobby would not be one of those people uh, because the Midnight Express and, and Bobby, they were so loved in, in the Mid-Atlantic area uh, and, of course, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Uh, and I don't know right. if I could even say this argument yeah. in this case. They, they were. Um, but, yeah, Bob, uh, he was definitely one. And Shannon, um, you know, Shannon just, I know he's a local boy, but he doesn't live here anymore. Uh, he's he's moved away. He he kind of disconnected from wrestling altogether after his TNA stint. Um, and when we tried to get him a couple years ago, we're uh, our initial thoughts are, hey, you know, we'll get one of the camera guys. Uh, it's just another camera guy. He'll make the drive. We won't have a flight, and we'll get him to work. But that was about the time he was disconnecting from wrestling altogether. Uh, and he did. And man, for the past couple years, if you look even at his Twitter feed, he just he went he just went. Who knows where he went, right? But right. Uh, he, he is. Uh, we confirmed it the other day. He's in a good place uh, mentally, as far as we can tell. I mean, he is excited to be here and uh, going to be part of the the, uh, the big three count reunion. Speaking of mid card WCW guy, <laughs> yeah, right. I can't wait. You know, uh, right. Shannon. I mean, uh, Shane told us the other day. He said, "You know, it amazes me that we have gotten this kind of feedback." Uh, because three count was only together, I think he said eight or nine months. Um, I believe that's and, right. Yeah. Well, you know, and and I've got to say, of all the things we've shared, other than the the Wolfpack being there, uh, th- they they have been the most popular. Uh, their posters been shared more times than than anybody else's. And uh, then we're trying to. I told Shane, I said, you know, we we need to. Uh, he was going to split up his persona during Fan Fest, and I said, we need to rethink this because, you know, you're here every year as Hurricane. Um, even though it's the same guy, but, hey, you know, it's the wrestling business. It's not the same guy. It's a totally different gimmick, right? I said, you know, right. we, you probably need to work Fan Fest as three count if it were me, and maybe at intermission, you know, you can you can work with, uh, you can sign with Rosie uh, because he's also appearing as the Hurley League uh, with uh, Rosie, so he's doing double time. Right. He's double timing on us. So Right. <laughs> now there are a lot of eyes on this event, you know, Tracy, um, as it is the premier card of the year for the East Coast. Uh, is there a particular match that even you or, or Brian are anxious to see for yourselves? Um, you know, we're, I think the generic answer is going to be we're really pumped to see all the matches. However, I think that the, the, the two matches that could possibly be the sleeper matches of the night are the Bravados versus LAX. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think that match will absolutely bring the house down because uh, LAX can still work like nobody's business. Bravados never stopped, right? right. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing LAX back together, of course, and, and seeing if they still got that chemistry that they always had in the ring, and, and I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, and the other match, which could, could be – fantastic or could really be terrible. And, yes, I'll say that. Uh, I'm the promoter. I can do that. Uh, but but I'm expecting it to be fantastic is, is uh, Lady Tapa and Awesome Call or Amazing Call. Uh, Ooh, that, yeah. That, 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 yeah. That could be um, – that. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and we, we weren't sure we could pull it off. We didn't know if Kong or, or Tapa, either one, would, would, um, would agree to the match. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, we're paying them. Uh, and, yes – Technically, you know, they've got to do what we ask them to do as far as the match is concerned, work who we want them to work. But, you know, this is really going to be a, a test of, of 
of uh, you know who's the strongest, who's the toughest, because of, of there's there's no size advantage really here. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Kong in a while, but Kong has slimmed down and Top has been mm-hmm. been working out, so she's kind of she's kind of she kind of beefed up. Uh, so I, I think the size is pretty equal now. Um, but the rest of the the card's going to be great, uh, no doubt about that. Uh, Brian did a fantastic job putting together the fan fest matches. Uh, um, if you look at the, that card, uh, and, and I didn't get to see any of the fan fest matches last year, but went back and watched them on, on the uh, on the video, and uh, they were phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's so much going on during fan fest. Uh, it, it's tough to watch all the matches and and, and get all the, the signatures you want. You 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 guys are doing it the right way. Because, Bob, I've heard you talking about mapping out your, your trip and, and who you've got to meet and what matches you're going to see. Uh, that's right. the right way to do it. It's almost like going to Disney. You know, you, you waste so much time <laughs> if, if you don't map it out um, right. because there's so much there's so much to do, especially during Fan Fest. Once you get into WrestleCade, you're, you're going to sit there and you're going to watch the matches, uh, and it's going to be a killer night of, of wrestling, regardless of what era, really, that, that, that you liked in the last, uh, you know, 30, 40 years. FanFest is a little bit different animal, uh, and, man, that's some, uh, that, that gets a little crazy in there, as Laura knows. Yes, it does. She was there, <laughs> uh, and it's just nutty, but, man, it is some kind of fun. Well, you know, like, like what you had said at the top of the top of the interview, you have your short list. Laura's made her short list. I've made my short list. We just have to navigate the sea of tables and get from point A to point B to point C to point D, and hopefully all the stars will line up and we'll get to see everything that, that we need to see. Uh, there, there is a lot. I know Brian had already released on social media, and we'll, we'll give out all that information here at the end about the matches that will be going on during Fan Fest and then the evening matches as well. So we're talking about an entire day of wrestling, folks. It's not a lie. It's not a trick. Not a joke. It is an entire day of wrestling. So and it's you know, awesome. And it's awesome. Um, <laughs> speaking of, of of tables and so on and so forth, uh, Tracy, oh, I would ask a personal favor from you uh, that, if at all possible, just because I know of, uh, of all the people that will be there, that um, extra security be provided at uh, Caleb Conley's table. But I'll speak Good. to you more in private about that when I arrive in Winston-Salem. Uh, you do that, and I've already made a note of it. I knew that something like this would happen, and uh, we've already talked to security about it, so that should not be a problem whatsoever. Good, good, good. <laughs> what? Whatever. Whatever. Don't, don't. Well, see, I've talked, to, I've talked to Caleb now, and Caleb has actually uh, recommended that we have extra security, so I don't know who Caleb's trying to protect. Caleb well, <laughs> me or Bob? You know, I, 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 what, what I think, what I think here is, is that smarter, smarter heads have prevailed in this whole situation. It's just been blown out of proportion. You know how it goes, Tracy. Someone gets a, a, a splinter in their finger, and the next thing you know, the headline is, "Is man lost his arm?" You know, but we'll, we'll, we'll give it to all that later on. It's fine. I'll talk to you in private. Uh, later on. Oh, uh, Lord. You, you got it. Shoot me a miss. Tracy, yeah. I, I want you to give us your best pitch. Tell the fans and tell our listeners why they should be at WrestleCade on November 28th and 29th because we're not, we can't forget about the Jim Cornette Roast Friday night. Right. Friday night, the Jim Cornette Roast is at Club Therapy, which is literally right across the street from WrestleCade at the Ben Convention Center, which 
WrestleCade's on Saturday. If you've never been before and you're a wrestling fan, it's you, you owe it to yourself to be there because there's no other event like this that we know of on the East Coast and possibly the United States because we literally bring all uh, all eras of wrestling together uh, for one huge event. This year we've got the Jim Cornette Roast on Friday night. It starts early. It's going to be over early, so we can get an early start on Saturday. Uh, Shane Helms is the MC of the Jim Cornette Roast. Uh, he'll be handling the uh, the duties of, of getting the getting the roasters on and off the stage. God bless him. Uh, this Rock and Roll Express will be roasting uh, Corny, um, Dr. Don Pritchard, uh, Sonny, um, Sweet Stan Lane, who's making uh, kind of a rare North Carolina appearance as well, even though he lives here. He's just kind of disconnected disconnected from wrestling. So if you're attending both events, you could get Sweet Stan, Jim Cornette, and Beautiful Bobby's signatures, uh, not all at the same time, because Sweet Stan will not be at WrestleCade. Uh, but right. we do have some really, yeah, we, we, we have some really cool surprises in store, even for the roast. We have even bigger surprises in store on top of what you've read, on top of what you've heard, on top of what's been announced for WrestleCade on Saturday. Uh, if you don't have your tickets, uh, there are uh, there are a few left, and they are all uh, general admission tickets. But as Laura will attest to, there's really not a bad seat in in, in the entire facility. Um, nope. it, it's just a great night, great night of wrestling. It's a top-notch production, if I do say so myself. We actually bring uh, uh, um, the folks who run the sound and the lighting and the video screens. Uh, they used to work for W and tour with WCW and do their do their uh, do their productions, their house show productions. So they know wrestling as well. Uh, and presentation is just as important to us uh, to us as wrestling because we know that it, that it all goes together. Um, the doors will open to WrestleCade uh, at um, let me see five o'clock bell time. If you've got VIP, three thirty. If you don't have those, it's too late. They'll open at four, <laughs> and the bell time will be at five. If you if you get there and get inside, we have a special. Uh, pre-engagement match. Uh, we're not calling it a dark match because it's kind of silly because it's not on television. However, uh, we're calling it a pre-engagement match with Damian Wayne and Greek God Papadon. Uh, and awesome. look, I love both these guys, and, and I think that match uh, that match could be a great match. Both these guys are great workers uh, on the independent scene and, and could tear the house down. So, and you know what? It's going to be a long day, but we should be finished by eight o'clock. Uh, Saturday night, or oh, we won't be finished by eight o'clock. We gotta tear the <laughs> we gotta tear the set down. Uh, the the fans should be out by eight, um, and if they're staying the night, like I know that uh, you guys are, uh, yep. then uh, you know if you're staying at the Marriott, you literally don't even have to go outside. There's an underground tunnel to this facility that will take you to the Marriott, uh, and yep. a little uh, little word of advice: ninety nine point nine percent of the talent is staying at the Marriott, and they usually don't go right to bed. Uh, so right. you will probably have, uh, you'll probably have the opportunity to see most, if not all, uh, of the talent, WrestleCade uh, and WrestleCade Manifest talent, uh, at the Marriott after the show. So we uh, we make sure it's over early on purpose. So you, you get uh, another, almost like another fan fest, even though, you know, Probably not cool just to go get in their face, uh, but uh, they do right. love the fans and they 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 they, they love you to, uh, to at least say hello and great show and stuff like that. So uh, it's it's going to be fun and uh, we we have sold uh, tickets all over the U.S. Uh, and we have um, we have uh, some 
Canadians uh, coming this year, and I uh, sold a ticket in Washington, uh, two tickets in Washington State. So it is truly uh, people traveling from all over the United States and Canada uh, and New Mexico uh, to be with us this year, and we're uh, we're very fortunate awesome. and, and honored that uh, that they're they're spending uh, just a few hours with us. So. Uh, and look, if, if I could just for a sec, uh, I, I got to thank uh, my team because I could not do this without them. You know, I've got a few uh, a few businesses, and, and this is a full time job. We didn't know it was going to be a full time job, but it really is. We do this all year. Um, but uh, between Brian Hawks, Tim Blaze, uh, Mr. Number One George South, uh, and the Ambassador Smiles, uh, with them all they we, we couldn't do this without them. So and uh, Emily Miller, well, she's putting together our, our fan packs right now. So. Uh, Look forward to seeing everybody, and I'll be the guy in the big red, white, blue hat with stars. So look for me and say hello. Not, not, not an issue. And and folks, because this event is so big, Laura and I have decided to take next week's show, and we're going to talk yep. about it more. We're going to get more in depth. We're going to talk about the names that are going to be there, the matches. We'll have some match predictions from both Laura and I's perspective, and uh, and some moments that. Uh, uh, that we think will be the highlights at WrestleCade. So next week, no guests next week, we're going to we're going to talk about WrestleCade for probably the better part of 2 hours. So sure please be with us next week. We 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 felt obligated because it's such a big event. That and I have to uh I have to rest a little bit because I have to eat Thanksgiving dinner and then I'm going to drive 800 miles so I can <laughs> say hello to Tracy and get a picture. <laughs> And see my good friend, my close personal friend, Matt Hardy. That's Mr. Hardy to you, Laura. It's Matt to me. So, Matt. Uh, Tracy, is there any other upcoming news or events that you care to share with us that you have? Well, you know, I knew, yeah, I knew you were going to ask that. And uh, the team got together, and we've been pondering over whether or not to make any type of announcements tonight on the show. So. Uh, you know, because you guys have been such great supporters of WrestleCade uh, and you've helped us get the word out there, uh, we thought we would at least give you a, a nugget for you and your listeners to take away. Uh, it's really, it's probably no secret that, uh, you know, our love of wrestling, uh, it spans obviously all year, not just during WrestleCade. And there's a lot of things that we love to do, we would wanted to do, but we can't do during WrestleCade just because WrestleCade is a different scope of a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and... and uh, we like there's certain things in wrestling like you know whether it's a, a feud that you can continue over over a few months and uh, if you want to call them storylines and, and and things to work and, and building talent uh, uh, those things aren't things we get to enjoy the wrestlecade so we got together uh, about nine months ago and and we said look why don't we try to do this every month and we said well the heck we're trying let's just do it uh, so in January of 2015. Uh, AML Wrestling, which stands for America's Most Like Wrestling, will premiere in Winston-Salem, January the 25th, January 25th at the AML Arena. We're not going to announce where that's out at quite yet, but all the uh, all the announcements, where, when, how much, uh, will be uh, all those announcements will be be made at WrestleCade. Uh, Our shows will be in Winston. There's no other promotion uh, running in Winston uh, uh, right now, Uh, and. we're going to bring that same production value, the same quality uh, of show uh, that we do at WrestleCade over to AML, and we are super excited. But that's AMLWrestling.com. The website's being built. We are we are announcing members of our roster on our Facebook page uh, almost daily. I know you guys have checked it out because I see you liking mm-hmm. uh, liking it, and we appreciate that. 
Uh, and uh, some more things will come into fruition about AML at WrestleCade. So we'll just kind of leave it at that. Awesome. We, certainly appre- we certainly appreciate the information, and we're glad that we're able to be in on the ground floor of AML. I know it's a promotion that we'll look at and we'll cover. We certainly appreciate you giving us the uh, the heads up on it. Folks, if you have any informa- any any questions or uh, need any information on, on WrestleCade, Tracy, the website for it is? It's, it's WrestleCade.com. It's real easy. Uh, I'm uh, uh, and we're real time on, on Facebook and uh, Facebook and Twitter. Not that we're not on the website, but if you got real time questions, uh, Facebook and Twitter uh, from now until WrestleCade, uh, we're uh, we're manning it up until um, those feeds until eleven eleven thirty at night, um, uh, real time because we have so many questions about tickets, parking, hotel. This, that, the other thing, the cat ate the dog, you know, all that. Uh, oh my God, so many questions. Uh, I understand. But they, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm publishing a book one day with all the questions we've been asked. Uh, that is entertaining in and of itself. So. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, so. And yes, you've been yes, in the yes. car business, too. I'm sure you get a lot of entertainment. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, um, yeah, that's another book altogether. Yes, that is another book. We've talked about that before. <laughs> yes, Tracy, is. the well, uh, you know, a reference. Go ahead, go ahead Bob. No, 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 no. I was just going to say that. Uh, I was just going to say that uh, we we love uh, we are wrestling fans. We love wrestling fans, uh, and and we can't think of uh, of a, a, a better uh, better way to spend our Thanksgiving weekend with uh, wrestling fans from across the country. And we we really mean that because this is a. Uh, anybody that's in independent wrestling will, will tell you uh, it's a labor of love. It's not uh, uh, it's not a uh, necessarily a profit making uh, uh, endeavor, even at this level. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's uh, labor of love, and, and we do love uh, love doing it and bringing uh, bringing back memories, and making new memories, and uh, kind of stirring up some nostalgia, uh, even for for fans uh, like that. Uh, Steiner Brothers and Rock and Roll Express, uh, Faces of Fear. Uh, with versus uh, uh, George South and Do- uh, Dr. Tom, I mean all that together. I mean, I, I don't know about Steiner Brothers and uh, Rock and Roll ever being. I'm sure it, I'm sure they wrestled sometimes somewhere, but I don't remember. But just right. think about that for a minute. You got you got two of the most popular tag teams of all time in, in the ring together, and then you put in the Barbarian and Ming with Dr. Tom and uh, George South. I mean things like that. Uh, it, it makes me feel like I'm 12, 13, 14 years old again. And you know, when you're when you're looking, uh, uh, and yeah, and, and a little, and, and I get lost in the moment. I'm not a business person. I'm not an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm not the promoter. I'm a wrestling fan all over again when stuff like that happens. So I really can't think of a better way to spend Thanksgiving weekend, and with uh, especially with my son because he's there too. Man, it's it's just a great weekend. I'm 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 pumped. Well, the phone the phone lines are lighting up here, Tracy, and we've got just a couple of quick minutes before we go on to our next guest. Do you want to take a couple of quick phone calls? Uh, unless it's Brian Hawks. If it's Brian, I do not want to talk to Brian because he's going to give me a hard time. But yeah, we'll take anybody else. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I have no idea of who I have no idea of who they are. Oh, yeah. let's, so let's let's, let's shoot this first away. one here. Let's see who this is. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Three three six. You're on with live from the Armory Wrestling Show with Tracy Myers. Oh Lord! Oh yeah, the only guy Tracy didn't want to talk to. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. That's the one guy Tracy didn't want to talk to. 
the one guy Tracy didn't want to talk to, so it's Brian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, I knew it would yeah. be you. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> just love dinner. Just, just tune in just a second. I didn't hear too much. I got you, man. Well, look, uh, I, I'm obviously I'm joking. Definitely couldn't put the show on without Brian. Uh, Brian handled when we when Brian said let's make Fan Fest a full time event in and of itself, and I said, brother, I can't. You you can handle it, but I can't do it. Uh, and he said, I got you. <laughs> so uh, that, that's 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 been all his. He tells me what he's doing. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not saying I don't question it, but. Look, you just got to go with it, you know. And, and Brian's uh, Brian's a life lifetime wrestling fan, just like me and you guys. So uh, thank you, Brian. Yeah, no problem. I just just calling to give everybody a hard time. Good to hear that <laughs> you are promoting the show. We do appreciate that. Not a problem. Thank you for calling in tonight, Brian. Thank you. all Y'all have a great right. night. You too. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Let's see who this next call is, Tracy. I want to I want to get to these people. Hold on for one second, sir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 704-year on with 704-year on with live from the Armory with Tracy Myers. Tracy Myers, Bob Delf. How are y'all, Bunkhouse Bob? Tracy Myers, I just want to wish you good luck. I am unfortunately hey, going to get a. Oh, hey, lovely Laura. Uh, I'm actually sitting listening to y'all. Uh, I just tuned in. Uh, had to, I'm like, Tracy, you got to finish up that car deal, then get on to the wrestling. Um, That's right, yeah. Two things. Wanted to wish Tracy good luck with WrestleCade. A uh, bunch of the guys from PWX will be there supporting WrestleCade, um, along with a bunch of the girls from High Spots. Uh, wanted to, again, invite everybody out um, to – a great weekend uh, for the entire state of North Carolina. Um, Tracy and I have been back and forth on the phone all year long, um, trying to yep. make everything kind of mesh and help each other as much as we can. And, uh, Tracy, I just want to call and tell you thank you live on the air uh, for everything you've helped me out with uh, this year. Um, it is an absolute pleasure working with you and uh hope we can still do more business in the future and uh, looking forward to uh, – Whew. Ten more days, brother. Ready to rock and roll. Oh man, what you talking oh. about? Yeah, seriously, right? Yeah, Brian, Amy, I appreciate that, and uh, and you you guys, uh, as all of you know, and and Brian being uh, promoter to promoter, uh, it's uh, it's it's not always easy, but uh, God knows it's 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 very fulfilling uh, when when uh, when it's done right and uh, and uh, everything lines up the right way. But man, it's it's. Uh, it's been an honor working with you, and uh, you, you guys are going to have some uh, some great shows as well. And, you know, we didn't even talk about that much because I know we're talking about WrestleCade. But, man, you're right, Brian. What what a great weekend of wrestling, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, I mean, this is – this is uh, you go to New Orleans like last year, uh, WrestleMania, you know, you had three or four days of different events. This is a much smaller scale. But, uh, man, for the wrestling fan, uh, I don't know that it's any better than this, for, for the, especially for the the, uh, the price of admission. Yeah, I mean, oh, you're yeah. getting a bargain. Um, when you look at the whole weekend, you start Friday night with the Jim Cornette Roast, um, Saturday with WrestleCade and FanFest, all the, I mean, just the, pa- the people packed and the names packed into just Saturday. And then our, sh- our double shot on Sunday afternoon, I mean, literally, well, Bob, I know you're going to be there. Laura, you're going to be at both shows. I mean, for the value for the dollar that you get in Winston-Salem, 
<clears throat> on the 28th, 29th, and 30th of November is absolutely phenomenal, the value that you get. I mean, <clears throat> just even buying a general admission ticket to these events, I mean, you're you're going to absolutely fall in love with all the matches, all the people that you get to meet, and all the time you get to spend with legends from back in the day to up-and-coming indie stars. So, I mean, it's absolutely a pleasure uh, to help Tracy with this weekend and everything that we can do for uh, indie wrestling and wrestling in general uh, in the state of North Carolina. I'm absolutely excited and thrilled to see what uh, AML is going to put together in 2015 and PWX is going to put together in 2015. I want to put everybody's mind at ease. Uh, Tracy and I do talk on the phone. Um, we will uh, try and make sure we don't run into the same dates. Uh, we are definitely yep. working on that. Um, and it'll be an absolute pleasure to put everything together. Very That's cool. Awesome. So we'll go put, yeah, yeah. We, we we're talking and got uh, got some surprises in store for 2015 as uh, to to bring uh, stuff to uh, big stuff to the wrestling fan. But man, go get that uh, last card deal. I know how that is, right? <laughs> Understood. Yeah, I got about 20 more minutes. I'm gonna let y'all go. Uh, thank you again for your time, you. Bob and Laura, Tracy, Brian Hawks, um, Tim Woody. Congratulations. I'm going to congratulate you since I'm not going to see you on Saturday, but congratulations again, and I will pass on my blessings to other people uh, who will be there to help if you need anything on Saturday. Okay? You got it, man. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks, Brian. All right, Tracy. The last thing that we always ask all of our guests to do is to record a little bump for us. If you could say... This is Tracy Myers with WrestleCade, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. That'd be really cool. You got it. Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready whenever you are. All right. This is Tracy Myers, promoter of WrestleCade and founder of America's Most Like Wrestling, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Boom! <laughs> That's it. Love it. Love, Love it. Hey, first take. Hey, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Not like Cliff. <laughs> no, not like Cliff. <laughs> oh man, well look, yeah, the, the outtake the outtakes are uh, often more entertaining than the finished product. So you know, one of those exactly. things. But look, once again, I, I really appreciate your support. Have a safe trip to the show. Uh, I'll be running around like like a madman, but uh, I, I, I definitely, uh, uh, if I see you, I'll uh, <laughs> if I see you, I promise you, I'll stop. If I don't, please tap me on the shoulder. Uh, because uh, I want to shake your hand, hug your neck, and uh, thank you for coming for all the support. But it is going to be a fantastic weekend uh, for uh, for wrestling fans, Uh, whether you're an indie wrestling fan or, uh, like uh, Brian said, you've you've been watching it uh, your entire life. There really is something for everybody. And uh, being a marketing guy at heart, uh, I I really despise that statement when businesses make that. But this is – Pretty much, if you're a wrestling fan, there really is something for everybody at uh, uh, this this uh, this weekend, uh, from the Cornet Roast all the way up through the Double Shot for PWX and Queens of Combat on Sunday. So it's a great weekend. But uh, hey, have a happy Thanksgiving. I'm definitely thankful for you guys. Well, we certainly Thanks, appreciate Tracy. you taking out the time to be with us. Like I said, we knew that you were going to be extremely busy, but we certainly uh, certainly appreciate your time being here, and uh, we will see you both next weekend. At WrestleCade. I'm excited. You got it. Take care. And thanks again. All right. Thank thank you so thanks, much, Tracy. Tracy. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. And there goes Tracy.
Boy, it's really cool to have him on the show. I can't wait for you to meet him. He is so passionate about wrestling. You can just tell it. You know, you can just see it. Because I've seen him uh, when Russell Cade and PWX were doing their thing earlier this year. And I've also seen him at a wrestling match. And it's just, you're absolutely going to love Tracy Myers. And folks, next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, if you are in the North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, West Virginia, South Carolina area, and you don't come to WrestleCade and you're a wrestling fan, I think you're turning your wrestling fan card. Just saying. That's right. That is right. Laura, won't you take over and I'll be right back. Okie dokie. We're going to talk a little bit about some NWA Smoky Mountain. Uh, they present Untouchable. Saturday, November 22nd at the Civic Auditorium in Kingsport, Tennessee. And I wish I was going to be able to make this, but I'm not going to be able to. It's 8 p.m. bell time, scheduled to appear. This is going to be a dream match, folks. Um, It's going to be uh, the Wolves, Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards versus Chase Owens and Jason Kincaid. This is going to be, I mean, I would think this is going to be a candidate for match of the year. I don't care. I care what you say. Um, Plus Air America, uh, the Heat Seekers, Vince Britt, and more. You can find out more at www.smokymountain.com. My good friend Jason Dentino has been announcing some uh, dates for Milestone for December, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about that next week. But just wanted to give a shout-out to my good friends at Milestone Wrestling, um, who I saw at Chikara, <laughs> Jason and Mike Levy, crazy people. Uh, also, we'll talk a little bit about that Trans-South Wrestling card that happened last weekend with Nick Foley and the boogeyman Jimmy Valiant. Uh, I think Tommy Thomas was D. Tommy Thomas was ready to retire because Mick Foley told him he cut a good promo and he was a good manager. Which I've been telling Tommy all that time, but you know I'm not Mick Foley. But anyway, um, also some great matches that happened. Cameron Cade was there. I believe Tessa was there. If I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong about that. Um, John Schuyler. Certainly the best heel on the Indies right now. This is a great card, and I hate that I missed it uh, in Trent, in Gaffney, uh, South Carolina. But um, don't make it down. It's one. It's on my list to do for next year. Is to make it down to Gaffney to see a Trent South Wrestling show. Um, congratulations to Derek Vanderford. Uh, he was a guest last week. Uh, congratulations on the successful show that you put on. Um, not many people can boast that they have Mick Foley on their show and. Um, uh, it was a great turnout, it looked like. Um, and I'll go into some, a couple of other things since Bob's trying to get uh, our next guest on the show. Uh, just want to tell everybody that the release of Freight Train's video, his, the DVD, rather, uh, where he went to England and everything, is going to be this Friday, I believe. Uh, so look in your mailboxes if you were in on the ground floor of the Kickstarter like I was. Can't wait to see it. Um Love Freight Train. Can't wait to see Freight Train. I'm sure Freight Train's going to be at WrestleCade. Um, so can't wait to see him. And I um, want to give a shout-out to one of my favorite people, uh, Joshua Real Cutshaw. He has an injury, and I think it's like torn peck, if I remember correctly, from reading from Facebook. And hope, hope, <laughs> hope, I'm not laughing at you, Josh. Hope that you get better soon because, you know, we all uh, – don't want to see someone missing out on their passion uh, due to an injury. So hope you get to uh, feeling better and hope that uh, shoulder gets better. 
and I'm not sure where Bob is. If he, I'm, you know. I'm back. I, I'm back, Laura, okay. if you can hear me. I'm, we're having a little bit yeah. of technical difficulty with Blog Talk imagine Radio. Uh, yeah, imagine that. And I already explained it to, to our next guest, Sage Sin Supreme. There seems to be an issue. I, can, I had her connected on the phone, and then it mm-hmm. was acting like it would not bring her, her call up into the queue Ooh. for us to be able to connect her into the actual show. So I want to apologize, and I already told her that if I lost her, that I would call her immediately back. And now okay. now our dashboard has just went completely crazy. So I'm going All to right. give this a minute, and we're going to see what happens, because as you know, folks, we are on Blog Talk Radio, on iTunes, on www.fnxnetwork.com, and for whatever reason... It seems like about once every six months we get some type of crazy issue with Blog Talk Radio. So we had a little bit of a glitch at the beginning of the show, and now we're we're going through another small glitch, but if you can bear with us here for just a few minutes, um, we will uh, see if we can get these technical issues resolved. I want to apologize first and foremost to, uh, to Sage Sin, who I know is excited to be on the show. And as soon as I can get this blog talk screen to refresh properly, hopefully the dashboard will come back up correctly. Um, If you had any other events, Laura, that you wanted to cover while I'm trying to get this technical difficulty fixed, please go right ahead and add anything else. I think that we have talked a lot about Russell Cade, and I think we have overlooked uh, a bit of the PWX and Queens of Combat double shot the next day. Um, Drew Galloway is going to be there. I mean, he's the Evolve champ. Magnus is going to be at PWX. Caleb is going to be at PWX, which is the reason I'm coming. I don't know about y'all. But anyway. um, it's just going to be a, a phenomenal card. Brian has outdone himself this time, and I'm really, really looking forward to what's going to be, uh, all, I think it's, I think this is what's going to carry PWX into 2015. I think the stuff that happens at that pay per view is going to set the tone for 2015. And it is an eye pay per view. I, I neglected to mention that. So you can see that on eye pay per view. And also the Queens of Combat. I mean, Joey Ryan and Candace LeRae are going to be there. I mean, no, you're, when you're are they, absolutely right. You know, it is, a, it I, is a, a huge, huge weekend. It is, and I am so excited to be a part of all three events. I'm so looking forward to that Jim Cornette roast. I'm, you know, I get to meet Sweet Stan. Like I said on Facebook, I'm going to get all three of my signatures. I already got Jim Cornette on my little PWI. Listen how country I just sounded. Uh, my PWI centerfold. I'm going to get Sweet Stan's um, signature. I'm going to get beautiful Bobby's signature on it. And I also have a little gem that I cannot wait uh, to show some people. I I don't know. This kind of dates me. Back in 1987, Jim Crockett Promotions put out this uh, calendar of their wrestling stars. It's a swimsuit calendar. And back in the day, I didn't think about how redundant that was, wrestlers in swimsuits. But anyway, um has Sting in there, Missy Hyatt, Precious, of course, Jimmy Garvin. Has a very young Shane Douglas, which I'm going to get him to autograph. 
and a wonderful picture of Sweet Stan. So we'll get him to autograph that too. So this is like the best weekend ever for me. And once again, there's general admission tickets still left. There's not a bad seat in that Benton Convention Center. It's a great venue for wrestling. If you're coming down, stay the night at the Marriott. I was on the same floor with a bunch of wrestlers last year. It was mm-hmm. totally fun. Totally. Cool. I mean, I don't whether I'll get the you know get the same treatment this year, but that was just a lot of fun. And he's right. You do get to see. I mean, I got to see uh, you know Bobby Fulton in the lobby. Who gets to see Bobby Fulton in the hotel lobby? <laughs> you know, I mean. There he was, just hanging out. And, I mean, there's all kinds of wrestlers coming and going. So stay the night at the Marriott. You can, you can walk right over to the Benton Convention Center. Seriously. Have them park your car. That's what I did last year. And, you know, it's I'm, I'm so excited for you, Bob. I think I'm more excited for you than I am for me because mm-hmm. I just want you to experience what I've experienced, you know, with WrestleCade, but, and especially PWX. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people get tired of me talking about how great PWX is. But everybody I've ever talked to about PWX who's come to a show and they said this, Laura, you were right. So I'm not just blowing smoke. I'm telling the truth. This is good wrestling. Right. And Tracy was talking about that LAX and Bravado's uh, match being possibly one of the best matches of the night. Last year at WrestleCade, for my money, the best match of the whole night was the Bravados versus Cedric and Caprice. Mm. Brought the house down. That's when I first saw the Bravados. I was like, oh, my Lord. Um, so if you're a wrestling fan, come on down to Winston-Salem. You will not be disappointed. If you're a local there and you're not going to this show, what is wrong with you? Yeah. But Folks, and we are still having an issue. Yeah, no, oh, uh, no, no, we are still having issues with with Blog Talk Radio. As a matter of fact, do you have your do you have your computer up? I do. You want me to try to try listen? to log in, please, folks? We're uh, experiencing some technical difficulties again. Uh, I want to apologize to Sage Sin. I am talking to her on Messenger, and she is aware of the issue. Uh, I can get into. Um, blog talk radio but for whatever reason it is not letting me into the studio it has kicked me out and I cannot get back in so what we're going to try to do okay yeah it will not it will not connect to the studio okay I can't get it to connect yeah I can't yeah it's um it's recognizing that I've been in here before. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, it's it's it doesn't give me the the option for the studio. It's like start your show. Well, we're we're on the air. We're already on the air. Yeah. So yeah, there's something definitely wrong with Blog Talk. And God, you gotta love Blog Talk. Jeez Louise. I apologize, folks. We're uh, we're well, trying our best. I'm going to try something else. Can she just call in like I would normally call in, like I'm right now? I can't. Or... E- well, I would, but the problem is I can't see the studio anymore. 
Oh. It, it will uh, not even let yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got. I see I'm, exactly what you're saying now. Yeah. So I'm going to try something else here. I've never tried this before. We're going to keep poking at this, folks, because uh, this is what we do. So. This is exactly what we do. And trash, if you're lo- if you're listening, um, you better get your tickets. You're gonna miss out miss uh, meeting Bob. <laughs> oh Lord. I, I didn't even know who he was at Shakara. I, I I didn't because he came up to me and he was like, ah, and I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> and he's like, it's trash. <laughs> See, Bob and I we're famous. Yeah, infamous. <laughs> Bob says Inf- he will not sign autographs at WrestleCade. If you want my autograph, I'll sign it for you. I'm not even going to charge you money for it because that's just the kind of girl I am. Trying to do this a different oh, way, folks. Again, I apologize. We're just meandering and rumbling around here. Right. And... I'm just trying to fill time. and you know, Oh, bankroll Bob there, he'll charge you $5. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that is what I do. Well, we love blog talk, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do, Jordan Castle. We do. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, um, uh, I was so looking forward to talking to her. I want to talk to her about Halloween and you know. Well, great, we're going to keep great... trying here, folks. I'm not. I am not giving up at all. I'm not going to uh, abandon the ship just yet. I'm trying another way to do this. Well, here's another another thing I'll talk about while you're fixing that. I don't know if you guys have been watching Lucha Underground uh, on the El Rey Network. Um, I highly recommend this program because it is one of the most engaging and entertaining wrestling shows I've seen in a very long time, and there's a lot of familiar faces on there, but there are also some great up-and-coming lucha stars that I've never seen who may be, you know, famous in Mexico um, and other places, but, I mean, just abs- Chavo Guerrero, you know, he's fa- he's a familiar face. John Morrison, who is Johnny Mundo. Um, uh, Matt Stryker's on there. Vampiro is on there. He and Matt Stryker do the commentary, and I didn't even realize it was Vampiro until they named who it was. Uh, there's some great stuff they've got going on. This uh, Prince Puma, oh my lord! I mean, that guy is phenomenal. And also, um, you've got Conan, um, who, if you guys didn't see him in his WCW days, you're you missed out. You really did. Um, yeah, George Coles wants to know about House of Hardcore Love. Um, I didn't really get to read much about it. Do you know more about it? Um, I do know. A, I do know a little bit about it. Um, from everything that I read on it, an absolutely phenomenal show put on by Tommy Dreamer and company. Uh, a lot of surprises. Uh, I know that George Coles went on to say that it was probably uh, the best independent wrestling show of the year. Um, you know, everything that I read, everything that I heard, there was nothing but 100% positive feedback on the uh, on the show. See there, see there, George, we love House of Hardcore, and I, I saw the, um, the uh, 
note that uh, Beulah had written for all the fans, which was very touching, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just, you know, like George said to me in a message the other day, God bless Tommy Dreamer. How could you not like Tommy Dreamer? I mean, uh, he, you know, he was at WrestleCade last year, and I wish I had been able to meet him, but I didn't get to because there's just so many darn people um, to meet, and you'll see it. And it's just, it's overwhelming. It really is overwhelming because you, if you don't stick to your game plan, which I didn't, I, I admit it, I didn't, you know. Um, I saw uh, Adam Page and I was just like, what game plan? <laughs> you know, I ended up buying a Country Jack shirt, which I did not plan on doing. Um, but, yeah, Bob, you you know, your son's going to have to help you with this. You know, stick I understand. I understand. Well, I've tried to go in two different ways to get uh, Blog Talk Radio to let me back in. And I cannot get it to work on either a laptop or on a mobile device. There seems to be some type of glitch with Blog Talk Radio this evening. I'm going yeah, to uh, I'm going to try to continue to get in. It's not even letting me in into anything really. It's uh, all I'm getting. Well, wait a second here. I'm trying to get into uh, the tool part of the program to see if it will right. let in a different oh, way. You can you can get back to the dashboard now. I I'm not I'm sort of in the dashboard. It says that it's loading. Okay. So I'm okay. gonna have to presume folks that this is an issue on Blog Talk Radio's side. It's not an issue on our side. Again, I wanna apologize to uh Sage Sin for the delay in her interview. We are hoping to get it in tonight. Uh if we have to, if we can get this Loaded incorrectly, we'll run over time tonight, if need be, to get her on because her time is just as valuable as anybody else's. I want to apologize to our listeners for uh, for any trouble uh, that we have caused. So I'm trying to get this to reload now, and we'll see what it will do. This is terrible. I hate this, Laura. This is the downfalls, the perils of of live podcasting. Well, it's blog talk radio. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, folks, 95% of the time it works without a hitch, and I had a weird feeling tonight. It was acting a little, a little strange at the beginning of the show. And usually that's a precursor for bigger troubles down the road. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We should have known it. We should have known. Now, I'm not going. I'm not trying to give away any spoilers, but I feel like I have been like in the dark. Like somebody's pulled the wool over my eyes. Do you know who Prince Puma is under that mask? No. Where okay, are you good. I'm not the only one that didn't know. Huh? Where'd you pull that from? George International Calls. Oh, George. This is stupid. Now I'm getting aggravated, Laura. Now I'm yeah, I know. Aggravated. And it's, well, it's, yes, you did hear a Chewbacca noise, whoever. That is 
that's me. That's my that's my Twitter notification is Chewbacca. I'm a big Star Wars nerd, so there you go. I'm trying to tweet out, you know, stuff here. Oh, no. Maybe we ought to go on a I hate blog talk rant. Hmm. I'm sitting here. We're we're just letting dead air go. I'm I'm trying to. I'm sending a message right now to Sage Sin Supreme, letting her know that this is an issue on Blog Talk Radio's end, and we're trying to resolve. Um, there's nothing more well, infuriating you know. for me than having to uh, explain someone else's nonsense. If this were something right. that was. If this was something that was of our own doing, uh, I could understand it. Um, but again, uh, this is not our fault. Uh, I keep going back in. I'm closing it out and going back in, and all I'm getting is just spinning, just spinning. So, mm-hmm. if I could, ad- well, at the um, very least, when you go into the program, Laura, what does it say when you try to log well, in? I'm already in, and it says, you know, I've got this little, i got the icon, our little show icon up here, and then it mm-hmm. says, you know, dashboard. And yeah. Do you want me to click on dashboard? No, go down to studio. Studio, okay, all right. Click it. Okay, I, I just did. Okay. And I'm in. Okay. All right. So what we need to do is I'm going to send – Sage a message to call in. You should be able to operate everything, correct? Uh, yes, I should be able to as long as she will call in. Yes, okay. I, I, I see everything here, yeah. Okay, I'm going to minimize this. You're going to have to take over from I've got that the power. part. She, <laughs> has, she has seen the message. Okay. So she should be calling you okay. here in just a moment. I don't know what it is. It maybe it maybe it's a connection in on my end. I, I don't know. It, it could be. Um, everything was going fine. My laptop seems to be working fine. I don't know. It could be just uh, just one of those things. <laughs> Why are you giggling? <laughs> don't you laugh Castle. at me, Laura. <laughs> just have Bob do a thirty-minute shoot on Caleb. <laughs> I can. I can, if it were the old bunkhouse Bob, I could. But but this is the new Uncle Bunkhouse Bob. That's right. Are you seeing anything? Uh, just me and you. Okay. See, all the magic and mystery is gone, folks. You know how we do it, so. Yeah, it's terrible. This is the reason we can't have nice things. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lordy. Yeah, I I don't, it's just me and you. I don't see anybody else. Is she trying to call or? I don't, I don't know. I'd sent the message with the number for her to call. Okay. And uh 
I did want you. Oh, I broke the fourth wall. Sorry, Georgia. I did. Um, oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. I think this is her. I think this is her. Okay. Uh, right. So here we go. Let's put it on live. Okay. Sage. Sage. Oh, no. Sage. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear us, Sage? Hello, I'm here. How are you tonight? I'm fabulous. How about you guys? Well, you know what? I've been in a better place. Why is that? I've been well. This this whole this whole technical glitch has just really got me frustrated. Yeah, but you know, it's it's another day closer to Halloween. You're alive. It's it's good to be alive. I think I think we're good. We're good to go. I think we are yeah. good to go. I, I we want to extend our sincerest apologies to you for the technical issues and for making you wait. We want to apologize to you. Please, please accept our apology. Oh, that's not a problem. I'm happy to be here. Okay. Well, we we certainly appreciate you taking the time to be with us tonight. And on the other end of the the line with us is the other co-host, Laura. Laura, you want to say hello to Sage? Hey, Sage. How's it going? Hey, Laura. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Well, you know, Sage, uh, in all honesty, we had came across you by accident. Uh, We were doing show prep work for former guest Ray's. And going through and looking at tape and started seeing pictures and I was immediately hooked by your ring look. Uh, how did the development of the Pumpkin Queen come about? Because I know from watching tape a little bit further back, you weren't always the Pumpkin Queen. No, that's true. Um, I've always had a little bit of a wickedness in me, and I guess it kind of just stemmed a little from, you know, inspiration, creativity, and a little bit of something I've always wanted to do. I've always loved Halloween as a little pumpkin, so just being able to develop something that you love as growing up into what you love doing, you know, as an adult is just amazing. So, um, I know, I guess mostly influence, but a little bit from past trainers and, yeah, just kind of what's out there and my own personal likings. Very cool. Does that make sense? (laughs) No, it it does. It does. In in watching tape on you, the thing that I felt immediately was that you look very natural and comfortable in a wrestling ring. Does it feel that way to you? Uh, Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It is starting to feel more comfortable. Um, I'm very comfortable being around this, the wrestling, you know, setting. I've grown up in the business and just being there. St- I started out kind of actually announcing with a company called Leads of Champion Wrestling back in 2011. Um, I didn't come in with the name Supreme. I was just Sage Sin. I just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to do, you know, come in my own way, see what I could do. And I wasn't happy just being on the microphone. I saw the guys in the ring, and I was like, I want to do that. I watched that growing up. I can do that. And I started training. I, I started training at Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy 2011, and mm-hmm. um, it was just something. So I guess from managing, I went in – or I'm sorry, jumping the gun. From announcing, I went into managing. And then managing, being right next to the ring all the time, I had to get in there myself and start wrestling myself. So, yeah, I'm – definitely comfortable in the ring now 
you kind of follow the same path that that uh, Ruby Ray's did or Ray's did. She did almost virtually the same thing. Did that seem like a natural progression? Was was she somebody that you could bounce bounce things off of because she was doing valeting and then eventually got into the actual in ring competition? Right. Yes, I do know that is a bit of her past. Um, I've only met her recently. I didn't know that she had such a past in the business, which is great. But um, her and I, with this past couple, this last year, have pretty much been neck and neck at each other a lot. She's kind of my friend of me in the ring when it comes to it. We're either on the same team or kicking each other's butt. So I can definitely respect her and what she does in the business. Now you had mentioned it a little bit earlier, and you know, we when we promoted the show, I think I only made one passing comment about it because I wanted you to be able to 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 go off of your own name and, and, and tell our listeners whatever you wanted to tell. We know that you have family in wrestling. What was it like growing up and, and, and having family in wrestling, being around it? Um, it's different. It's definitely, you know, it's a different path in life. You see a lot. You hear a lot more, like, I don't know. You know, it's a little, don't want to go too much past that fourth wall, as Laura was talking earlier. But um, right. <laughs> but um, it just shows you a world of things you would never expect to be part of and just people you would never expect to meet. And it's just such a wonderful world, like wrestling, being a fan and just being part of it and then being able to do it, it's just amazing. So, I mean, I'm grateful for what the for what it's brought me. I'm grateful for what it's shown me and just, you know, having it around me growing up. It's, it's really been amazing, and I'm really happy to be at the like not necessarily the level but just kind of putting it all putting my all into it right now basically it's it's my goal you know it's my passion right now and i'm i'm really happy with it very cool very cool um you know clearly halloween is your favorite holiday it's my favorite holiday too so i was wanting to know what is it about halloween that appeals to you what doesn't i mean off the back, it's got to be all the weird, spooky, creepy stuff. But I don't know if you guys get to see a lot of my pictures wrestling, because I know you don't get to see me live, unfortunately. I haven't been to the East Coast, but I wrestle. I come out with a mask. I don't wear it, but I, I wear face paint. And mm-hmm. to me, Halloween, you get to wear that mask, and that mask that night is when you get to come out, you get to let your character come out, you get to let that spooky creativity, you get to come into that night of where the dead is in the same night of the living, and it's just, it's, there's an essence in Halloween that you cannot recreate with anything, any other day, any other holiday. There's just, it's, that's why some people call it a lifestyle. It's not just, oh, it's a holiday coming up. It's something that I embrace, that I live I love, and that's why I call myself the Pumpkin Queen. I think that's very, uh, very ingenious, a play off the Pumpkin King uh, from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. Halloween is, you do get to be that whatever you choose to dress up, you know, you're in that moment, and, you know, a lot of people don't get it, but I I totally, totally get it, and that's why I absolutely love Halloween. I've also seen that you have pets. So what kind of pets do you have? I am a creature myself, and I love other creatures. I have a huge heart for other animals, anything really, like, 
But um, I normally have a lot of cats. Currently, I have three and a dog. So we're kind of down a couple pets at the moment. But that's what we have in our little in our little nest here. Now, you know, do the dog does the dog and the and the little kitties get do they get along or you break We've had fights them, or? We've had them kind of as kittens and as puppies, so they've grown up together. They sleep together. We all sleep on the gotcha. same bed together. <laughs> but going, so kind like, of going back to what you were saying with Halloween, I have to say I've grown up kind of as slightly on the outside, you know, a lot of parents and people that look at right. you and stare at you. And Halloween's that night where people get to accept you for who you are. They don't look at you twice. I've... I don't get asked at work, why am I wearing this, you know, or why are you wearing that? Why do you look like that? You just get to be you, and that's that's the best you can ever do. I, I really hate people that do that. Like, why are you, well, you know, if you, you have to ask why, you obviously don't get it. So exactly. You, I, exactly. I just want to say, go away. <laughs> go back to your gray little world. Yeah, literally, go back to your gray little world and let me be in my little colorful world, and I'm not bothering anybody. That's fine. Um, <laughs> you know, um, in your bios on social media, I saw that you list that you are an alternative model. So what exactly does that mean? Um, It kind of coincides with the whole, you know, unique, all like weird, separate, strange, the unusual a little bit kind of. It's it's more of a general term nowadays to like, you know, I guess you'd think of like, you know, a punk girl, a goth girl. But I don't I don't know. I don't like to say like, oh, I'm a goth, whatever. No, I mean, I prefer right. darker art. I prefer alternative art. I mean, I don't, you're saying what is alternative? Just what you would look at to be maybe different than something else, a little bit unusual, a little bit of strange and unusual, a little bit of dark, twisted stuff, things like that. That's what I prefer. Okay. No, nothing wrong with that. I have, I actually have a uh, Twitter question from one of your fans. It's Ooh. at the uh, underscore ogre. How do you feel about your fans dressing up as you for Halloween? Oh, I, it's, I can't even, like, put words to that because it's so indescribable to see, not even, like, to have multiple fans, like, multiple young fans that you make an impression on, it, it like, brings me to tears almost. I'm getting, like, choked up talking about it. Like, the extent oh. these fans go to, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, I've only been wrestling myself a short time in this business, and to to, I guess, make an impression on young fans, to have fans that want to look like you, dress like you, it's really like it's unbelievable. It's the sweetest thing in the world. Awesome. Um, I have another fan question. It's a friend of our the shows. It's uh, George Coles, um, huge wrestling fan, and he had uh, sent me a, a question. Or I said, being a deathmatch wrestler, is it hard to live up to the reputation of your father, Supreme? Well, I have to say a couple things. I don't think anyone can live up to the reputation of Supreme, but I myself am just actually branching out into deathmatch myself. I've been around it a lot. I've hit mm-hmm. many men with a light tube, but in an actual <laughs> one-on-one setting, I just had my first physical deathmatch with Kikyo Nakamura at uh, Underground Empire Wrestling in October. So that was my first taste of blood, actually, for myself. Um, but... 
it it's it's kind of like I don't know if you guys have any tattoos, but it's like once you get one, you're kind of like you're itching for more. You kind of just need that taste. You kind of like want more blood. Addictive. So yeah, exactly, exactly. You're just like, what else can I do? Like, what other habit can I wreak? It's kind of it's kind of fun. It's twisted, but it's fun. Okay. So I'm definitely looking to make a name for myself out there. I mean, I know it, it gets crazy, so I, I'll be a little choosy, but I definitely have certain opponents that I'm looking to get in the ring with and get get a little bloody with. I, I think that would probably be the key to the longevity because we've talked about longevity in deathmatch wrestling with people right. like Terry Houston and, and um, uh, Colt 45 and, and – and Justin Fireball, and even talked about, you know, uh, Necro Butcher. Uh, but I guess that would be the thing is to pick and choose who, which matches you want so that you can have, you know, other matches in a long career in wrestling. Um, George also wants to know, what were your feelings on the 2001 XPW incident where your father got severely burned? Did it go too far? You know, there's a lot of moments like that where you th- not where you think, where it almost does go too far because that's something physical. That's something that I see on him every day. I see that it's marked him. It's marked his tattoos. It's physically marked him. It's not something people say wrestling is fake. And that, I don't know if you can cuss, but I'm sorry, that's bullshit. Everybody, like, exactly. I look at my father and I see the lines on him. Those lines are history. Those those burns are history. And, I mean, there's no going around it. There's no stopping him because I'm sure if someone said, hey, don't do that in your match, he would have said, F off, I'm going to do what I want because that's what he does anyway. But <laughs> there are definitely moments where, for me, I mean, I'm still young, so I haven't really been around him in the ring that long in his career. But these last couple of years where I have got to manage him and I'm ringside and I'm seeing the blood pouring, it's it's almost too much for me. I mean, I know I'm saying I'm itching to get in those matches, but when you're seeing someone you love bleed, you're just like, okay, that's real. They're bleeding a lot. Yep, yep, that's blood. All right, stop bleeding now. You know, and the fans are like, more, more, more. And you want to give them what they want, but sometimes you're like, okay, let's 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 stop now. But, you know, the show must go on, as they say. As long as as long as everyone's alive, but you know that's that's another another issue. <laughs> as long as everyone's alive, we'll have a wrestling match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just want everyone to game, be safe so at the end Somebody of the day. loses an eye. You just want to be able to trust who you're working, you know, and I think that's what's most exactly. important. Exactly. I I think the thing that one of the things that George was alluding to in in that XPW incident was was not only so much the incident itself but what some of the uh some of the recording of what the fans were chanting or what they were saying at ringside while people were trying to attend to your father uh were just completely vulgar you know but right. that that that's a whole nother issue um uh, Bob do you mind if we take a call no, go right ahead. You're you're in charge. I my 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 <laughs> connection crapped out. You've got you've got the I'm, helm, girl. I'm lodging in charge. So yeah, um I know. call you Queen B. That's right, Queen B. Uh seven one four. Seven one four, you're on live from the armory. Oh, uh I have a question for Sage. 
My name is Juliana. Do you know who this is? I bet I do. You're awesome and you dress like me sometimes. Yeah. I have a How's it going? question. All right. It's good. Um, it's, uh, how old were you when you decided to become a wrestler? And do you have any advice to someone who wants to go into business? Hmm. Well, I myself, let's see, I'm trying to, like, think of the years here. I don't want to give away how old slash young I am. Um, I I started in 2011, so let's see. I think I was, tw- I was 20 when I got into the business, but I started announcing. I did not think I was going to be wrestling, and I got thrown on my face in the ring, and I was like, wow, I should probably train and learn how to take a bump. And so I started when I was 20, um, but I know guys and girls that start a lot younger than that. I know guys and girls that start when they're 16, 15, um, even, I mean, Kano, Kano's also been doing this since he's probably been born, so he's right in it. It doesn't matter what age you're in. Um, I guess for advice, you know, you just don't give up. Be tough. If that's what you want to do, do it. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it, and especially for a girl, do not let anybody take it easy on you, and don't let anybody get you any crap. If you're in it, you're in it. You're strong. you got to have thick skin. And just, you know, do everything the boys do. Okay. And good luck on Saturday. We'll be rooting for you. Oh, thank you so much. You're awesome. Love you guys. Okay. Thank you for calling. Okay, thank you. Bye. See you guys later. Bye. Very cool. That's so sweet. That is an example of one of those young fans that are so supportive. It's just, it's amazing. It's uh, it's absolutely awesome, absolutely awesome. Now I know that you've worked for AWS, NWA Vendetta Pro. You mentioned Santino Brothers, and I had the opportunity to watch the last five minutes of your death match in, in UEW. Can you tell well, me you. what the? De- <laughs> You're welcome. Can you tell me what the decision making process, or maybe, you know, who you talked to, or. Well, just what 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 was going on in your mind from taking that process of moving from standard matches to death matches? Um, well, it really has to do kind of, I guess, with the incredible circle of workers that I have around me and just the the people that have the mind for the business and have been in the business. Like I've got mentors, obviously, like Supreme. Carnage, you suicide guys that have been doing death matches long in their career, and it's I guess it just kind of influences you in a way. And then it's not where I'm like, oh, I want to get in there and cut myself up, cut these guys up, whatever, make a mess out of each other. It's it's more than that. It's kind of to the point where you're like, I'm gonna prove myself that I can do that too, that I can step up to that level and I can do that. So I mean. I guess that's at least what I saw in it when I wanted to do it. It was it was a big deal for me. It wasn't just another match. It was a big setup for me for that company for UEW. That was my turning point, showing that company that I can I can be on that level with the rest of the boys. Very cool. Um, we, and we've talked about this with other female wrestlers that have either ventured into deathmatch wrestling or are doing intergender wrestling, which seems to be all the rage right now. For fans that say that there's no place in wrestling for women's death matches, what would your response to that be? I think it kind of goes off the 
there's no place for women's wrestling. And that is obviously garbage because there's just so many, like, naysayers and people that just, they don't want to see you do good. And I don't know. It's it's bizarre. But then there's such a double standard because yet everyone talks about it. Everyone wants to see it. And it's like, you know, they, they are paying attention, obviously. There's obviously that audience for it. So it's like intergender, it doesn't, I don't know. I don't think it should be a, a big deal between intergender, female, male, whatever. It's just wrestling, you know? It's like, again, with being at that level, you're just ready to take on whoever, whomever, wherever, whatever kind of match. It doesn't matter. If you're going to bleed, you're going to bleed. It might happen. The point is you're going to go for a fight. You're going to try to win that fight, man or woman. doesn't matter. So female death matches, I mean, why not? Why shouldn't there be a market for it? Well, no, I, I agree with you, and, and I think that, that goes back to, you know, the intergender wrestling has been around since wrestling has been around if people go back through history, and, you know, we need to be reminded of that. Now, necessarily, it it seemed to be that in the, in the older days, you know, when it would be intergender, when the guy would tag in, the girl would tag out, but now, you know, we see full-blown, you know, matches where the women are actually wrestling in some cases, better than what the guys do. Right, right. Definitely. Well, we one of the things that we had talked about and then I wanted to get your feeling on this was um recently in PWG Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan had won the PWG tag titles from the Young Bucks and in that particular match uh Candice had, had got busted open and of course, you know the video circulated around the internet and there were several top uh top tier female wrestlers from other organizations that made comments about ladies you don't necessarily need to be you know scarring yourselves in order to get over do you do you have any feedback on that I did see the pictures I did hear about that match and what she went through but I didn't hear that like a few, you know, established workers had said anything about it, really. I mean, not like it matters if they're unestablished, established, whatever. It's opinions and opinion. But I can totally understand that point. Again, you know, trying to prove yourself doesn't mean you have to bleed, doesn't mean you have to, like, beat yourself up. Often, you know, people talk about your bump card and things like that. You don't need to go kill yourself out there just to prove yourself. Just have a good match. Do everything you can do do your best, give your best, and, I mean, that's all you really can do. And if that's not enough, then, then maybe you need to look at what you're, how you're wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a pretty fair statement right there. Do you, Sage, plan on venturing east? And if so, where would you like to get an opportunity to, to wrestle at? I would love to go anywhere, to be honest. I mean, I'm just starting to get up throughout California, a little bit more around the West Coast here and there, but I would really love to travel wherever I can. You know, I mean, I'm open for everything. I want to go wherever I can. I'm, I've am i got my eye right now on training in Japan. I mean, I'd love to get more experience oh, wow. under my belt. I'm trying to just train more. I mean, I, I am doing as many matches as I can, but I'm also um, training as much as I can, trying to get in the ring. Right now I'm uh, with Millennium Pro Wrestling out uh, in Moore Park by me. Um, so just trying to get what I can, you know. So I'd love to go wherever I can, wrestle where I can, train where I can, with whoever I can. I'd love to go to seminars, gain the knowledge from, you know, experienced veterans, things like that. 
So anywhere that would take me, I'd be happy to work. Well, I know that one of the places that you're going to be going to is uh, Oddity Wrestling, the Nightmare uh, Before Christmas on yes. Saturday, December 6th. That's right. Uh, and that is at the Family Gym Downtown, 101 17th Street in San Diego, California. Uh, adult tickets are $15, kids are 10 bucks, and the bell time is 6 o'clock. Do you know who your opponent is uh, that evening? I'm going to be facing Lutadora Amazona for a contendership for the women's title, finally. I have my eye on the gold there. They keep putting me through. I mean, I've had to fight Rays. I've had to fight Rays with Supreme versus, I mean, it was me and Supreme versus Rays and Black Mamba in an Anything Goes match. They still didn't give me the belt. So they put me in a four-way with three other girls, still didn't give me the belt. Finally, I got this opportunity to get a number one contendership spot for that belt. So I'm, I'm focused on that. That's very cool. Are there some other upcoming events that you have that if fans aren't familiar with you or fans that are familiar with you can come and see you wrestle? Yeah, definitely. So this Saturday is a UEW's West Coast Cruiser Cup Tournament. So I'll be the only female entered in that, which is amazing. So that's okay. pretty exciting. And then Dece- you mentioned December 6th at OWA. That's in San Diego. Um, December 13th, there's a charity show that's going to be in Moore Park for MPW. And then December 20th, I'm working with Rays again at AWS for a tag match against some newcomers. And then December 26th, Vendetta Pro is hosting the Roland Memorial Cup, the Battle Royal. So I'm mm-hmm. very excited for that. And last but not least, another great opportunity I have for myself, in January, AWS is hosting the Race for the Ring Women's Tournament. So I've got a lot of opportunities on my plate right now, and I'm hungry. I have awesome. heard, I'll say. Yeah, I have heard several uh, ladies already posting uh, pictures and event information for Race for the Ring. Uh, that should be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Those are always great. Those women's tournaments that AWS holds, those, for people that say there's no spot for women's wrestling, they haven't been to one of those tournaments. Very cool. <laughs> if folks want to follow you on social media to find out your comings and goings and all that other good stuff, how can they do that, Sage? They can find me you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook is just Sage Sin. Twitter, Sage underscore Sin. Instagram, just Sage Sin. Or they can look me up on YouTube under Sage Sin Supreme, all, like all together. There's a couple of matches mm-hmm. listed under there. And then if you look up under the pumpkinqueen.bigcartel.com, that's my web store. Very cool. And, and I, I've seen I your went shirt. on there the other day, and you've got some great stuff. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, again, with Halloween, there's – I love the treats and the tricks and all of that. So I kind of embody that with my merchandise. Like I've got pins and stickers and shirts and prints, and they're all very colorful and exciting to look at, I think. So everyone should go look at them and support the Pumpkin Queen. Very cool. I think the so last th- Yeah. The, the well, last thing that we the, <laughs> the last thing that we ask all of our guests to do, if you would be so inclined, is to record a little bump for us simply – this is the Pumpkin Queen, Sage Sin, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. It'd be pretty cool if you do that for us. Of course. This is the Pumpkin Queen, Sage Sin. You're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Stay tuned.
Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank you guys for having me. It's been an honor. I'm so happy to be on here with you guys. Uh, no, No problem at all. And, again, we apologize for the delay at the beginning, and we certainly appreciate your patience with us. No, not a problem at all, and I have to apologize for my little cold. It's been cold in the pumpkin patches. They don't keep us warm out there, so I'm a little sick <laughs> myself. But, again, thank you guys so much for having me on. Thank you, Sage. You are so welcome. Hope to talk to you guys soon. All right, thanks. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And there she goes. Very cool. Yeah, they're very cool. I there for a minute. I forgot I was in charge. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, uh, folks, I, I, I usually don't get too discombobulated over things. I mean, we've had wrestlers on the show hollering back and forth at one another. We've had five or six people talking at the same time. We've had phone numbers put out on the air that should have never been put out on the air. We've had guests be booked and then guests cancel and replacements made and all kinds of good stuff for 46 episodes of Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. But I can tell you with the utmost certainty, there is nothing that pisses me off more than when Blog Talk Radio does not cooperate. So I want to apologize to our listeners for the 15 minutes worth of nonsense that you had to endure tonight uh, based off of either a bad connection on my end or a glitch within the Blog Talk Radio program. So if your friends download this episode and they say, listen to these two ham and eggers, they don't even know what the hell's going on, you're right. When Blog Talk Radio screws up, I don't know what the hell's going on, and it's very infuriating. So I apologize to all of our faithful listeners for Blog Talk Radio's nonsense this evening. All you know, particularly want to apologize to say she's the one that actually had to wait, and uh, I'm thankful that Laura had the wherewithal to be able to get into the program so that we could actually continue on with what I would consider another great episode, in spite of. In, in, in spite of that, and most certainly, uh, Sage is a class act. She's absolutely, um, you know, very well spoken, and uh, definitely has a passion. I, I like to hear when people are saying, you know, I love to go to seminars, love to go to training, uh, because we've talked about this with other people. If you do not keep perfecting your craft, you're not going to go anywhere you know you're not going to get better you're not going to go to the next level i mean that's with anything but with wrestling especially you're right and you know one of the things that that had crossed my mind was is that you know when we when we had gotten her booked i knew who her father was and i knew his i knew his uh experiences and 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 everything that had happened with him in wrestling and i felt that I wanted her to be able to stand on her own and not be billed right. as the daughter of. And she did she did right. absolutely fine just doing what she's doing. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard. You know, and we've talked about that oh. with other guests, second-generation guests. She's not the first second-generation guest we've had on the show. Oh, no. You know, Tessa has talked about it. I mean, I, I can't imagine wrestling 
with the last name of Blanchard. You know, I I just couldn't do it. You know, and and I think Tessa has you know come a long way and and worked really hard, uh, and not you know you know. I've never asked Tessa Blanchard about her father. All the times I've talked to her, I've never, ever said, you know, well, how's, how's Tully? Never. Never right. have asked her that because, you know, I'm not there to talk about Tully Blanchard. I'm there to talk about Tessa. You know, and I think she really respects people who do that, you know, because it's like, you know, well, what about me? You know, how, how about you want, you want to hear about what I'm doing, you know? so Exactly. I think they, I think they respect that. You know, and I believe that they do. And and if we had, if we had done that with with Sage trying to, you know, her just now starting to venture in deathmatch wrestling. And if you go onto YouTube and you put in Supreme's name or Supreme XPW and see some of the violent deathmatches that he was involved in, you know, you'll see why that I felt it would be better. We felt that it would be better to let her tell her story the way that she wanted to tell it. You know, this is, you know, it's her career. True. You know, and, uh, you know, some people are comfortable talking about family, you know, in wrestling, and others aren't. So that was a decision-making process. I got a message about this that, why didn't you bill her as Supreme's daughter? I don't have to answer to you, number one. Number two. That's right. Cause you this know is our what? damn show. Exactly. Our names are on the show. That's why. That's why I wasn't booked and billed that way, dummy. God. You big dummy. So, like what we said earlier in the show when we had Tracy Myers on, next week uh, we are not going to have any guests on the show because it is the night before Thanksgiving. It is the night before WrestleCade weekend, and we will be talking about WrestleCade in depth. We will also be talking about Queens of Combat, and we will also be talking about PWX. And we will also be handing out our first annual Gravy Boat Award. (laughs) Now, folks are probably scratching their heads and saying, You know, Bob's just lost his mind completely. What in the hell is a Gravy Boat Award? Well, it would be our version of TNA's turkey suit. We'll go back over and we'll look. We will go over and we will look over all the guests that we have had on, and we will award our first annual Gravy Boat for that particular guest. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all in good fun, folks. Please don't uh please don't read any more into it than what it is. We've got I've got a short week and a lot of things to do and I gotta pack as I gotta hit the road come next weekend. Yes, yeah, see I've I only got a h hour and a half to go down the mountain. You have got like many hours. <laughs> many hours. About twelve hours or so. So, but we'll get there eventually. And uh, you will. Also, I just I didn't put this down. Also, I will have an open letter to my friend Caleb Conley to read next week on the show. I can't wait to hear what you say about my BFF. Our BFF. 
<laughs> no, uh, I'm not sharing my BFF. You, Zane can be your BFF, okay? Our BFF, <laughs> Caleb Conley. <laughs> An open letter okay. to Caleb Conley next week uh, on the show. Folks, we uh, we thank you very much for tuning in, however you've tuned in and wherever you've tuned in from, and listen to us ramble and weave and carry on through the highs and the lows that has been this evening's show. We're here every Wednesday night, God willing, if Blog Talk Radio doesn't screw anything up next week, we'll be here at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, as we always are. We can also be heard on iTunes, and our stream can be heard at www.fnxnetwork.com. Dot com. So please, if you have some time, download the show, tell your friends about it, and remember, folks, there is never a bad seat here at the Armory. We'll see you next week. been listening to live from the armory wrestling radio show listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every wednesday night at 7 p.m eastern time subscribe to us on itunes follow us on twitter at from the armory and you can find us on facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9 if you like what you hear Please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week.